This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. <laughs> Greetings, everybody. I am Dana Pickley. I'm Adam Sass. And I'm Princess Weeks, and this is horror is so queer. The teaser! So queer. The teaser. <laughs> the beginning. Tease the me! The... <laughs> Yet to begin. We are three writers. That's what we are, right? We're writers? We're writers? Yeah. We're writers. So. I was yeah, just telling a friend this the other day. I was like, if you write anything, you're a writer. Just say it. Writer. <laughs> We're three writers who are uh, talking about queer horror. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're, we're really excited to bring you eight episodes of this podcast where we're going to talk about everything from scream queens to monsters to uh, gays in space. Yes, it's going to be great. So, yeah, it's going to be little... Um, Think of us as like American horror story. Like there's gonna be genres every episode. Like we're gonna focus <laughs> on a different little, different vibe of horror every. every I'm time. the Sarah Paulson yes. of this. I of was this gonna podcast. say that. I was literally just about to be like Dana's our Sarah Paulson. Okay, well, who was yes? Who was our who was our queer woman with with grounded authority in her voice? Yes. <laughs> so Adam, Adam, you are Jessica Lang. I. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do me such an honor. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, great. Yeah. So but it's it's yeah, I tend to speak a little country. Um I was gonna say he's is he the Finn Whitrock? Oh my god. Well listen, um <laughs> no. Listen, let's stick with that lane. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would say yeah, yeah. Yeah, like let's say a little And Princess, you're our Gaga. I was gonna <laughs> I, you, you know, it was like I was either going to be Gaga or Emma Roberts, so I think I'll go with Gaga though. Oh, <laughs> oh no, for Ga- sure, Gaga. We just finished Roanoke, and so we just we like the whole Gaga as like ancient like woods witch, just too good. Amazing. Let's never forget. Um, that is what is that Golden Globe winner? That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> you guys both did a cell phone at the same time. Like, <laughs> <you> guys- <laughs> I love it. Okay, great. Okay, yeah, so, so here we are. Three queers. Three, que- three, three queers. Very different queer vibes, I think. Um, yeah. As well. We have a different point of view. We have a different point of view um, owning to the same, uh, like, three different spokes on a wheel with the same center of the wheel. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. About that. Tell me about your spoke, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so my spoke is going to be, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about campier stuff. Probably, honestly, I've been finding my, like, taste in queer horror run more towards less literal queerness in horror and then just, like, horror that queers like, like the queer vibe, the, like, the queer sentiment more than just, like, an on-page, on-screen queer person identity so i'll kind of run towards more of that campier stuff um wilder picks um deeper cuts perhaps <laughs> the crap yeah the crap. oh my goodness <laughs> well princess what's your spoke i mean for me i was when i finally accepted myself to be a proud bisexual chaotic chunk I just basically was like, I I went through 
my repertoire and I was like, wow, the kink, the uh, the leather, the attraction to just powerful women. I'm just like, you know, the craft is probably one of the bigger ones. Um, yeah. Ginger snaps, which I'm just like, even though they're sisters, they're like Elsa and Anna sisters. It's like, you know, they're right. sisters because we couldn't really make them gay, but everything about them is very much like right. we're in love with each other yeah. obsessively that literally we have a death pact. And I'm like, <laughs> relatable. That's that's, yeah. that's how it goes. <laughs> you know there's ginger snap slash out there somewhere. It has a- to be. Absolutely. absolutely. Okay, right. I object to this line. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to save it for our werewolf episode. Yeah. Um, but for me, I really like... I really loved horror where women got to be at the forefront, which is part of why I like slasher movies because there tends to be one at least center of a strong, powerful, sometimes very... Because I think even with Laurie Strode, even though she's supposed to be very femme for the time, there's something about just um, Jamie Lee Curtis that she just gives out such strong butch energy. It's that very strong right. jaw. I'm just mm. like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> I get it. Like, that's my Captain Marvel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where, where I'm like, uh, the power she has. And if so, Laurie Strode showed up at the end of Endgame with everybody else. Oh, I would believe it. I would absolutely totally. believe it. Uh, like, oh, she's gonna sh- just, it's like twenty Halloween 2018, she's gonna take that revolver she's running around with and just get him. Right. Thanos couldn't handle Laurie Strode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I just love seeing women being strong in their environment and like playing against gender dynamics. I think for me as like a a queer woman, it's always just very important to me to see that variety, the feminine power, and also the the non-binary strength of being able to be in these situations, use their wits. Uh, that really means a lot to me because I think that so often we get pigeonholed into certain gender dynamics and horror is a great way of subverting all of those kind of expectations. Princess, I absolutely love hearing this. And now that you've said that, I want to um, add a little more intelligence to the crap I said earlier. <laughs> um, I was like, I was like, ooh, I want to go back. Um, <laughs> so I think a lot of the stuff that I tend to like and that you kind of hear about on the show is um, is really based in, like, I really love um, almost kind of like more, I don't, I don't want to say the opposite, like not strong, but like, like, like characters who are just incredibly vulnerable. Like I just, like whether, you know, whoever they are, like I feel like, some of the movies and um, horror that I enjoy is someone like myself, who is um, kind of tends to be very high strung and kind of comes apart easily at the slightest pressure. So um, I would, but but still perseveres. I kind of like enjoy seeing um, characters who are just like extremely run through the ringer um, and put upon and maybe like don't necessarily like exude the most like confident captain marvel energy but wait does that um, mean you're the final girl of this podcast it could be it could be <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see right what episode eight brings yeah <laughs> well my spoke is probably queer main text i am all about like bringing the queer to the forefront but also i like to dabble in the subtext i like to go back and kind of see what allegories and metaphors we're using to represent queerness. And I'm very much a a fan right now of modern queer horror. And we're definitely going to be talking about that. Um, But, you know, we got to talk about our lesbian vamps. We got to talk about, uh, you know, things where it's pretty obvious a character is queer um, and queer codedness. That's um, that's probably my spoke in this whole thing. Um, Yeah, you're that mentor character who, like, goes most of the way. 
But right, I'm like the mi- I get killed off at like three quarters of the way. You're not like fridged, but you do motivate other people to continue yes. the rest of the journey. I'm like a lesbian Giles. <laughs> oh, so just Giles. Just Giles. Oh my god. Just Giles. Giles is. Oh my god. This is especially this is, when he's playing acoustic guitar at an open mic. Yeah. I know. And he's got his like pad and everyone's got robes on and stuff. It all fits. Oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Yeah, I think so. I think you're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna. These are the type of galaxy brain little things you're gonna be hearing um, in our <laughs> because because I know because you know you know because you know if you if you go around Twitter for like five seconds you will see somebody's horror queer opinion. Uh, but this is where you're gonna get all in one place, and I think we always do definitely strive to bring um, our very 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 slice and dice povs to to things because we're gonna go a little deeper uh, than a mere tweet can go. Absolutely, just slightly, and I think just slightly all, more than a two hundred and eighty characters. Or that. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm stopping at two hundred and eighty <laughs> characters, and that's it. It's going to be the shortest Second. podcast you've ever listened to. <laughs> Ooh, micropods, get it on Quibi. We're turning it into a thread. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> Quibi was the true oh. horror of the tw- was like one of the true horror <laughs> moments of like the era where they were like. Oh my god, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna sink billions of dollars into something that's five billions. minutes long and then it's like, oh, the pandemic hit. But no one wants to watch it. It's like, well, maybe there's something wrong from inside the house. Like the, well, the call is coming from inside it the is house. Definitely well, coming my, from inside the group. <laughs> you couldn't even get it on TV. We were all handcuffed to our TVs, and it's like you couldn't even get it. Right? They're like, on it's TV just on your phone. I was like, we have to busy doom scroll on the right. phone with that. We we can't put something just. We got to be able to put it somewhere else. Right. And they put right. and they put, conceived. And they put Anna Kendrick in that, which you know the baby gays are obsessed with her. So it's like if that oh couldn't get gosh. them in, then like you failed. That was a failure to launch on your there, part. It's there was a lot of yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Um, okay, guys. Well, hold on. Besides your besides your your philosophies on horror, who are you? Adam, who are you? Well, as you'll see in some of uh, some of the episodes that I um, spearhead, uh, I, you know, I, I have a big identity crisis, so I don't really <laughs> know who I am. Um, but I would say for me, uh, well, first of all, I'm a young adult author. I have uh, I have a queer YA horror book that has just come out called Surrender Your Sons. It is a thriller about a bunch of queer teens who have to escape a conversion therapy camp. So it is full of suspense um, and 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 little quips and whatnot. So it's it's one of those things where you're gonna scream and then you're gonna and then you're gonna laugh. I kind of do enjoy blending the two of those. But but yeah, um I grew up in a in a kind of a small farming town and I've really kind of bopped all over the map. Um to Chicago, to New York, to LA, to back to New York, to back to LA, and then now I'm in North Carolina where my family is. So I'm, uh, you know, uh, the my country roots have, in the end, claimed me. So I feel very at peace here. I'm doing very well um, in this quarantine. Uh, but yeah, beyond that, I am uh, on Twitter a whole bunch, and I kind of uh, am a general funny person. I kind of do tend to go towards the humor in life. Um, especially when things get really, really, really hard. I that's definitely the defense mechanism. Yeah, I was gonna say me. you're a dark humor guy. Um, <laughs> definitely dark humor guy. I mean, if you read Serenity Sons, it's all like they're in so much danger and they can't stop making jokes. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, what? This is how I live. Um, yeah. So definitely, that is my vibe here. What about you, Princess? Who are um, you? I, I am, you? Pro- in in some ways. Uh. 
to quote the Old Testament, uh, I am who I am, girl. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought you were to say I am lesion. I was like, to quote Lakasha <laughs> Or the Old Testament. To, to, to gaily quote the burning bush, I am what I am. <laughs> oh, man. Only in the teaser are already talking about the burning bush. I mean, I thought that, this is I thought a good that teaser. was like episode six. <laughs> I was really hoping you were just going to like recite uh, Michael Myers' origin story. Just be like, well, you know, first thing you have to know about me is Sam Hain. Um, <laughs> it's like, first of all, I rebuke the Rob's zombie backstory. Um <laughs> But uh, who am I? I am a writer. I have been working on a fantasy novel about black witches in the Jim Crow era for the past year and a half, and it's getting closer. Shout out to my agent, who has been very supportive of all that. I'm also a writer for The Mary Sue, uh, the Geek Girl site. I also co-host the, the the literary series It's Lit with Lindsay Ellis, New York Times bestselling author and good friend of mine, uh, where we talk about literature and all things fun. And since I was 16 years old, Jesus, I have been like YouTubing about pop culture and sci-fi and fantasy and horror under the name Melina Pendulum. So I kind of, I do it all and I'm ex deeply exhausted, but it's what I actually <laughs> love to do. Um, I'm born and raised in Brooklyn, and I'm still there right now. And I just grew up with, like, very nerdy parents. Like, my, my mom is a super nerd. Like, she saw Akira in theaters in the 80s, so, like, she's legit. Uh, I love to say that I'm a second-generation Trekkie because she loved Star Trek growing up, and I remember when the movie came out in 09, and she's like, we have to see this. And I was just like, why? She's like, we have to see this. And, and there it was. Um, I definitely wouldn't be a horror fan without her because so many Halloweens we spent just like watching The Twilight Zone or The Addams Family mm. together. So she, she above everything else is the person who helped me be a horror uh, person. Uh, I love the intergenerational like nerddom. Like anytime I was watching anything geeky, my parents would just be like, what is this Tosh? So <laughs> right. Although I have one funny story. So my older sister used to work in like a Halloween shop. And the first time I went in there, I had like, like a panic attack and ran out because there was just so many just rubber horror masks all over the place. And I was just and I saw Freddy Krueger's face and I got overwhelmed and I just I, I had to be taken to bed. So I had to get out of there. Uh, <laughs> if only I knew then what I knew now about how, you know, those would all be my sexual awakening movies. But uh, <laughs> but, at that but we young don't age, plan those, do we? Yeah. I know. You know, I wasn't ready then to accept who I was. I go. We're going to get, don't worry, don't worry, listeners, we're going to get to that. <laughs> we will get to all of our roots. And they're all, they're all horror movies. I love it. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. But that's <laughs> me. <laughs> well, I am also a writer, and I got my start writing satirical songs about pretty little liars and posting them on YouTube. I thought you it said is. satirical songs for a second. I'm like, how does one write those? I was so excited. Dana would find a way. I, 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 satirical songs, yes. Songs, I satirized Pretty Little Liars, put it on YouTube, and I got discovered from that, and I've been writing professionally ever since. Amazing. It's uh, because I had started out as a musician, 
my transition to writer kind of took me by surprise. But uh, I am deeply invested in queer pop culture. And um, I've been writing about that since 2012. And I have my own website, but I've worked for uh, quite a few different sites over the years. Uh, one that I will not mention. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that maybe has gone to the dark side. Oh, one has definitely gone to the dark side, oh, yeah. but I am the proud editor-in-chief of Queer Media Matters now. And um, I also do a lot of uh, moderating and hosting of panels. So if you go to like places like Lexicon or you might catch me at New York Comic Con, places like that, I interview people on stage in front of other people. That's uh, one of the things that I do. Yeah, so... We're really excited to be able to bring this podcast to you. It's a limited series with Anatomy of a Scream Network, um, but we were very honored to be chosen to be one of their um, their special podcasts for this network they're launching, and we can't wait to talk about queer horror with you. Flagship. It's going to be great. I can't. I really can't wait. It's been such a delight to be able to talk about horror with you guys because oh, no. these two are like legitimately two of the funniest people I know. It's been oh, a fantastic Anna, you experience. Too. No, we're you. cracking up. I'm telling you, I have had such a good time. We were about halfway recording these so far, and I am just telling you, I have had such a blast. Especially, you're going to want to make sure you check out all the episodes, but especially the Slashers episode, because that gets <laughs> yes. truly, truly gonzo. Truly gonzo. <laughs> if you like listening to other people laughing and you're not in the room, um, which everybody loves, um, then you like, you want to listen to that one. Uh, all right. Before we before we take off, here is where you can find us on the social media. I'm at Dana Pickley. That's two C's, one L on both Twitter and Instagram or at QueerMediaMatters.com. What about you, Princess? You can find me at at Weeks Princess, W-E-E-K-E-S. And you can also catch my writing on the Mary Sue and on PBS's It's Lit. Adam. Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at the Adam Sass on Instagram at It's Adam Sass. And then you can check out my books on my website, adamsassbooks.com. You can also buy Surrender Your Sons out right now, wherever you buy your books. So follow us and talk with us about your favorite queer horror genres and stories and characters. And uh, until next time, stay queer and stay spooky. Spooky. <laughs> Anatomy of a Scream, Pod Squad.